0: Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And we could both possibly be Spider Man in this week's Spider Spectacular. It's true. Uh, we are going to be covering What If Volume 1, Number 7, which is What If Three Alternate People Became Spider Man. And then What If Volume 2, Number 42, What If Spider Man Kept His Six Arms. So let's get started with the first issue, uh, number seven, which was written by Don Glutt, with pencils by Rick Hoberg, inks by Sam Granger, colors by George Rousseau, and letters by Rick Parker. It's a weird start, just cause, like, Spider-Man's a bit casually racist, cause it's like he's swinging around, trying to figure out something to do, and he ends up saving this Latino kid who almost fell out of his window. And he invites Spider-Man home for dinner. And he's like, oh, Spider-Man, you're as great as Cesar Chavez. And Spider-Man's like, "Uh, I can't go for dinner with you, little kid. And then in his mind, he's like, as much as I'd love to have refried beans with this kid. And it's like, whoa, Spider-Man, you're making some generalizations there.
1: Hey, that could have been off panel. Maybe he told Spider-Man what they were having. You don't know.
0: I think Spider-Man's just casually racist and like in this issue peter parker comes off as a major creep he does yeah and we then get a one-page origin of how peter parker went to the science museum got bit by the spider and then became spider-man
1: but here's what this issue had that most the other one is from the early run that we've read recently don't have which is they kept the original story down to like what three pages Yeah. Or some of those other what-ifs have been, like, half the damn issue has been what the 6161 has been.
0: Yeah, though this did have the setup, but I think the setup with Spider-Man swinging around made the first story a lot better. Yeah. Because the first story is, what if Flash Thompson became Spider-Man, which takes place on Earth 78-127? And normally, like, in the flashback that we had, Peter Parker was like, Hey guys, you wanna go and, uh... See the science museum? And Flash Thompson and his two unnamed lady hanger honors are normally like, Oh, Parker, you're the number one wallflower. You should... Aww. One day I'll show them. But this time, Flash and his two unnamed ladies end up showing up. And the spider ends up biting Flash Thompson instead. And Peter immediately grabs the spider and wonders if, like, the radiation affected its chemistry at all and steals the spider because Peter Parker is a creep.
1: He usually does that in all three of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so... So I
1: do love the fact that Flash Thompson is there because he's like, actually, this would be a free date, which means I don't have to pay.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Flash Thompson is fantastic. (laughs) And so as Flash is walking his two ladies home, they almost get hit by a drunk driver, but... Flash pretty much just tosses the car aside. Yep. After also pushing his ladies away and he's like, Oh well, I I'm apparently super strong now, so you know what I should do? I should go and wrestle Crusher Hogan. There's a hundred dollar prize. And he like gets into the ring and he ends up snapping Crusher Hogan's neck. Which it's like, wow.
1: Oh yeah, it's like, damn, I didn't i was not prepared for that.
0: Also, side note, you do sound a lot better this week. That microphone is doing good. Excellent. Yes. And so the police show up to arrest Flash, and he runs away, and he realizes that he's sort of messed up his life because everyone's going to be looking out for Flash Thompson, but they're not going to be looking for a masked hero. And so he becomes Captain Spider, and he ends up fighting the chameleon and the tinkerer, and Peter Parker's like, I wish I were like Captain Spider. Yeah, that was a really weird little splash <laughs> bubble. Like, if it had been a bigger scene, I think it would have worked more, but that's not their here nor there. Nope. So, Captain Spider ends up stopping the robbery of a bird statue. And I do love his uh, catchphrase, which is, you know my name, now meet my fists.
1: <laughs> it was great. Yeah, <laughs> He knows the banter I, I feel like the banter just comes with being a spider
0: Yeah And so the vulture ends up showing up Trying to steal the statue for himself Captain Spider's just like Hey, you can fly, I know what I'm going to do I'm going to try and hold you down onto the ground I don't have webs There's no way this can end up horribly And the vulture just like Picks him up into the air and's like, hey, you know what's going to be hilarious When you fall and then he like knocks him off Flash hits the streets, dies, and Peter ends up finding his body and is like, oh, You were Flash Thompson the entire time? Oh, man. I guess it takes more than being a jock with superpowers. And it's like, screw you, Peter. A man died. A man trying to be a hero.
1: I guess here's the thing, though. To be fair, when you're bullied for, what, 16, 17 years of your life, it may change your perspective.
0: Yeah, it's- but...
1: Still that boy.
0: Yeah, but still, a man died. He's still crying though. Yeah. And so the second universe is What If Betty Brant Became Spider-Man slash Spider-Girl, which is Earth-78-227. And in this story, the Daily Bugle team is covering the incident, specifically everyone's favorite, J. Jonah Jameson, and his secretary, Betty Brant, who ends up getting bitten. And Peter catches her immediately as she starts to faint. And then he also grabs the spider. And it's like, if you got those reflexes, I don't think you need that spider bite. Nope. And Peter really wants to just bring her for coffee. Because it's like, oh, it looks like this young woman needs some help. Being Which every time creep- he
1: dates Betty Brant, even like in the 616 universe, I always thought it was weird. Because like, you're still in high school, but she is a full-fledged adult.
0: Yeah, and I mean, uh, Spectacular Spider Man dealt with it well, where I think she was still, like, maybe only a few years older than Peter, and she was doing it more as a being nice to him thing. Yeah. And, but yeah, in the
1: original issues, it does not necessarily play off that way. I would say more she's, like, our age, like 24, 25.
0: Yep. I'm 26.
1: Oh, 26. Look who's old.
0: I know. And uh, Jameson ends up getting angry that Peter is trying to bring her away. And then he's like, oh, wait, if I do this in the public, everyone's going to get angry at me. And so he's like, okay, yeah, go. You just have to come in an hour early tomorrow. And it's like, Jameson, you're being an out of characteristic jerk here.
1: But at the same time, that is classic Jameson. Yeah. So I'm totally fine with it.
0: And so Peter ends up bringing her to a cafe where he is pretty heavily creeping on her. And they start talking about how much she hates Jameson and she ends up breaking the table in half. And Peter is able to convince everyone that she's like a karate superstar and this is a publicity stunt for the Daily Bugle. And so he's just like, yeah, Bill, that Jameson guy, he seems like a jerk who has money. And so I guess they go to her apartment and, like, test out her powers, because all of a sudden she's in this really weird pink aerobic suit, and it's like, did you guys run out of flash dance, uh factory or something?
1: Well, totally. And also, nothing beats that creepy look he has. Top left panel. <sighs> of him, like, looking down with that creepy smile.
0: Peter is such a creep. It, it...
1: Those glasses, they don't work. That man needs to be bitten <sighs> by the spider to get rid of them.
0: Yeah, and... So Peter ends up convincing her to become a superheroine, but she's really worried that she might hurt someone with her super strength. And Peter's like, I can make you inventions and take your photos, and you can be Spider Lady. And Betty's like, no, no, I'll be Spider Girl because I'm young. And then she makes a hot garbage costume. It's like hot pants, a corset with spider webs across the center Spider-Man gloves, boots, and a mask, and then she has cobweb armpits.
1: Oh, I think it doesn't make any damn sense. It's like, this didn't, like, flow at all, like.
0: No, it, and she's, like, talking about how, oh, it's going to be neat to wear something that would normally make me blush in public, and it's like, your tuts are going to be flapping out around there. It is not going to be comfortable in any way. No, You're going to have spiderwebs across your cleavage. I was at least
1: better with it because it was her who made the costume. So first I thought yeah. Peter was going to make the costume, and I was like, ooh, is going to be weird.
0: Yeah, no, that would have been a lot weird. I, I think this is the worst costume out of the three.
1: Because it's like, where are the spider, where are the cobwebs, like, across her armpits even at? Like, what what are I, they attaching to? If
0: it feels like a shawl in the back, that would be neat, but no, it, it's just... Like, like, it
1: doesn't have potential, but like, yeah...
0: Yeah. Well, for
1: so, one thing, it sh- her corset should not be blue.
0: No, like, the costume is a horror It needs horror to be red. Rest. Like,
1: the entire thing just needs to be red if you're going to not have, like, that much to it.
0: Yeah. And so... But so that's
1: not here nor there.
0: Continuing with our story. Yeah. And so Jameson ends up hating Spider-Girl because he thinks that she's a trollop. Betty and Peter are pretty much fleecing him. Because it's like he's taking her photos, she's coming up with Spider Girl facts. And Jameson ends up like making a lot of money because he's got a spider enemy.
1: So really
0: he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because he's, he's still making money.
0: Yeah, he may just be sexist here. Yeah. And so night as they're taking photos a thief ends up running across them and Betty tries to stop him But she's out of web fluid and she doesn't want to try and catch him because she doesn't want to hurt him with the, his super strength And so he ends up getting away and shocker. It turns out to be the guy who kills uncle Ben oh, man! But Betty doesn't know this yet She just hears that the burglar is stuck in a building and breaks in and super punches his face And it turns out that he was the criminal who had gotten away and it's all Betty's fault, and because she's a girl, she ends up running back to Peter, saying spider is dead. And Peter looks upset, and they end up just leaving the costume of the dumpster. And it's like, Betty, I would not walk home with Peter Parker. Like, uh, here he seems like he's just going to be an emotional abuser. Mm, no, I don't <sighs> think so. I mean, it's still Peter Parker. The way he was looking at that costume, it, it, it made me uncomfortable. And then, and then what's
1: I will say, though, from the images, I really did like the fact that when she finds out who the mugger is, she has pupils in her eye mask again. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I mean, you've read Amazing Fantasy 15, right?
0: I, uh, yeah,
1: but it's been a while. Okay, because the same thing happens. Magically, there's pupils in the eye
0: holes. Huh. And it's weird. Well, and then our last story is what if Colonel John Jameson became Spider-Man slash Spider Jameson on Earth 78-327? Which is fantastic. Cause
1: John the flashback still not as good as Jameson adopting Peter Parker.
0: No, it is not, but it is still pretty dang good because astronaut John... Oh, no, it is still pretty dang good. Yeah, because astronaut John Jameson is at the science museum when he ends up getting bitten. And people actually notice it. And then Peter steals a spider because that's what he does. And meanwhile, Jameson realizes that his strength has become enhanced. And so does his dad. And Jameson's like, you know, I can use these powers to become a better astronaut. And J. Jonah Jameson is like, no, no, that's stupid. You should become Spider Jameson, the super astronaut who has a jetpack. Sponsored by the Daily Bugle. And it's like, Okay. I'm down with all those things. Yeah. And so Peter ends up coming in wanting a job. And J. Jonah Jameson hires him to photograph Spider Jameson. And on the news, there's a a space capsule launch that ends up going awry. And J. J. Jonah Jameson's like, Son, you can do this. You can save that uh, space capsule with a person inside of it. And so Jameson flies up and tries to guide it safely back to Earth, but his pack ends up running out of fuel, and since he doesn't have magnetic powers, he can't Lego control that ship. Nope. And so the capsule ends up landing, crushing him, and John Jameson and J. Jonah Jameson end up having their goodbyes, and Jameson ends up feeling horrible because he drove his son to be a hero, and... He wanted his son to inspire other people. So he ends up making a bronze statue to inspire other people. And he decides to make the newspaper all about advocating superheroes instead.
1: I do really love, though, that shining ray of light.
0: Yes, it's,
1: it's out. like... On onto Jameson and John as he's dying. It's like some Bambi shit. It's like, this is great.
0: And then we end up wrapping up the issue with a, like, continuous story where it's like, oh, in all these universes because Peter stole the spider, he ends up making a formula and he gets spider powers and becomes Spider-Man. And that's really, really distasteful. Because it's like how in Ultimate Spider-Man, when Miles Morales showed up the first time, all the people were really upset that he was dressed up like Spider-Man who had just died. Yeah. And, like... Spider-Girl didn't die, but it's like, I think Jameson would definitely hate Spider-Man in the world of Spider-Jameson.
1: Like, really, I'll at least give him this. I really think the only time it would really be a big deal is in the last one.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: Just think, because Flash, the Flash Thompson one, I don't think people really cared about him that much.
0: It, yeah, we didn't get a lot of people because he was more of a weird vigilante.
1: And also, and also, I mean, if people knew who he was, he was also still the murderer. Yeah. Flash Thompson.
0: And then we also ended the issue with a list of possible what-ifs that we should talk about sometime. They ended up running a poll where they had a list of, like, maybe some 40 or so alternate universes that they could cover, and they had people vote on which ones they'd actually do issues on. So I think sometime in the future we should pick a few of these and basically tell... The story as we might have told them. How does that sound, Devin? Yeah, it sounds great. And now we get to what Do if... Do you want to
1: read through them all now?
0: Uh, yeah. Like to list? Because actually
1: some of them we've actually either covered or can cover. Because sometimes they actually did make them.
0: Yeah. I'll quickly read through. There is, what if Gwen Stacy hadn't died? Which what... we did cover. Mm-hmm. What if Rick Jones had become the Hulk instead of Bruce Banner? Which essentially happened when he became A-bomb.
1: I think he also did that one,
0: too. Maybe. Uh, What if several different superheroes, such as Spider-Man, Daredevil, and the Submariner, had formed the Avengers instead of Thor and company? I would love to do that one. That sounds great. Uh, What if Peter Parker hadn't lost his four extra arms he gained in Spider-Man number 100, which we're doing right after this? I was going to say a funny thing. Uh, What if the Thing married Alicia Masters and they had a child? Don't Uh, they marry eventually no because uh after secret wars when the thing gets back from being a space ranger she was dating johnny that's
1: right
0: yeah uh what if aunt may died that's happened so many times yeah what if all marvel's baddies teamed up to fight all of its heroes that's essentially old man logan uh what if tony stark had never been struck by shrapnel what if that burglar in Amazing Fantasy No. 15 had killed Aunt May instead of Uncle Ben? We have done that before. Mm-hmm. What if someone besides Steve Rogers had been given the Super Soldier formula back in 1941? What if Jane Foster had succeeded in becoming an immortal and marrying Thor? What if the Inhumans had never been discovered by the outside world? What if Doc Ock and Aunt May actually got married? What if General Ross yeah, be great? Yeah. Uh what if General Ross had been hit by gamma rays instead of Bruce Banner, and they did do that as a later one? Uh what if the real life bullpen had gotten superpowers instead of the Fantastic Four? That was a good one. And they did that like three issues later. Yep. What if the submariner actually conquered the surface world? What I if... would love that. Yep. Here's one of your favorites. What if various superheroes of the 1950s had formed a supergroup? Marvel Boy, Venus, 3D Man, etc.
1: Man, I would never love that.
0: What if the Silver Server had not lost his space-spanning powers? What if Nova was a girl? What? What if Peter Parker had been bitten by a radioactive fly? Note, other suggestions included, believe it or don't, a mosquito.
1: Oh, you know what? I think that Nova girl thing's actually a real thing. That was in that great episode of Arrested Development. You know that girl from Nova that I liked? I deleted her special.
0: And I think they also did that one in a what if Nova was three other people. I think we did too. Uh, what if Magneto, not Professor X, had gathered the five young mutants together and turned them into supervillains? What if someone besides Don Blake had found Thor's magic hammer on that faithful day in Scandinavia? Would it be
1: someone else? Like, it's, I feel like that's not really a
0: big deal. Well, they did that one where Jane Foster ended up becoming Thor. Yeah. What if J. Jonah Jameson had become Spider-Man, which they never did?
1: And that probably would have been the greatest issue of all time.
0: Mm-hmm. What if Howard the Duck had been elected president in 1976? What if Doctor Strange had become a disciple of Dormammu instead of the Ancient One, which is one they did?
1: I was going to say, I thought they did that one.
0: What if the Watcher had never interfered in Earth's affairs? Well, Galactus would have killed the Earth. True. What if Captain America had died in World War II, but Bucky had been frozen in suspended animation for 20 years? That would have actually been interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. What if Daredevil had his sight all along, or else regained it for good?
1: They did that in one of those, what, in the comedy specials.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did.
1: And he's scared.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if Captain America had been created in World War One? What if... That would actually be really cool. Mm-hmm. What if... Him
1: going more of the trench warfare type of thing?
0: That would be interesting. More of a fighting American type character. Yeah. What if the Fantastic Four had gone their own way at the beginning instead of forming a team? Uh, Reed would end up destroying the world. Probably. Or he'd be killed by Doom. What if, good. hmm What if a human being fell into Howard the Duck's world, which they did? What if there was a sequel to What If Number One in which Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four, which they did?
1: Two, in fact.
0: Mm-hmm. What if the whole world knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man? Well, that happened for a short amount of time during Civil War. What if Daredevil had told the world he was blind? They'd probably not believe him. Yeah, probably not. What if Shang-Chi and his father Fu Manchu were the best of buddies? Which they did. Eventually, yeah. What if Captain America and Bucky had both survived World War II? What if, Devin? Well, actually, they did. Yeah. What if Spider-Man had stopped the burglar in Amazing Fantasy number 15 before he killed anyone? He'd probably be a happier man. What if Conan defeated Red Sonja in combat? Oh, that's right. This is when they still own both those properties. Yeah. What if the Avengers and the Fantastic Four merged into one big super team?
1: They essentially have.
0: What if Howard the Duck joined the Avengers... Or the Fantastic Four. What if Aunt May learned her nephew was Spider-Man? She also does, eventually. Yeah. What if the original Human Torch had never died? What if Bruce Banner and Rick Jones had both become Hulks, which essentially happened? Yeah. What if Wonder Man hadn't died in Avengers number 9, or was it number 10? Actually, well, he comes back eventually. Actually, have you been reading Contest of Champions? No, I've not. Oh, they have... I Rick. read the
1: first two issues, I think.
0: They have Rick Jones Hulk as the Hulk in the universe, but he's a beatnik. It is fantastic. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if Iron Man had to wear full armor at all times? Which pretty much happened in that one uh, Armor Wars, Secret Wars yeah.
1: Which we'll be covering at a future date.
0: hmm What if the second War of the Worlds happened today instead of 2001? What if Peter Parker's parents hadn't died so that he was raised by them and not Aunt May? What if Ultron... Well, we did that one as Spider-Man. Sure, we did. <laughs> what if Ultron hadn't erased the Human Torch's memory from the Vision? What if Johnny Storm had married Crystal... What if Spider-Man got I'm trying,
1: married? Trying to again right now. Well, yeah. no, he's not. He's going for Medusa. But
0: yeah.
1: at first, I thought they were going to go for that.
0: Well, no one wants Quicksilver's ex-wife, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true.
1: Quicksilver ruins everything.
0: <laughs> what if Spider-Man got married, either in the past to Gwen Stacy or in the present to Mary Jane? And then what it if really he does? Yeah. And then, what if the Fantastic Four had been turned into villains by Cosmic Rays? Not really sure if that's how it works, Marvel Bullpen, but okay. Well, I guess it'd be, what if they chose to be villains instead? Well, there we go. And now that brings us... Well, that is not what it says right here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they're making it simple. Uh, The next one is, what if Volume 2, number 42, from 1992, which is, what if Spider-Man kept his six arms on Earth? 92-100 which was written by Michael Gallagher, with pencils by Kevin West, inks by Ian Ankin, colors by Tom Vincent, and letters by Ken Lopez. So, Devin, tell us about Six-Arms Spider-Man.
1: Uh, basically, he, he's tired of being Spider-Man. I mean, he actually does a decent job of setting up at the beginning. He basically wants to live just a normal life with, Ever- with Gwen Stacy because she's still alive at this point. It takes place right around the end of Stanley's run. And basically, he makes a formula that tries to cure him of his spider powers, similar to how with the whole lizard formula. And basically, it causes him to grow more spider arms, so he becomes even more spider-tastic.
0: And how does he and get then that? Basically cure?
1: Eventually, he ends up finding the cure in the next issue during the whole battle of Morbius. He's able to like use some of Morbius's like DNA for like how he's the living vampire to cure himself.
0: Except in this universe, Spider-Man can't find Morbius the living vampire because he was on a ship fighting people to death. And he ends up getting covered in so much blood that when he jumps into the ocean, it attracts sharks who murder him, which is the best opening ever. All it
1: was is like, damn, Morbius, you got greedy. Look that, what happened.
0: That is metal as hell. <laughs> and so because Morbius can't cure Spider-Man, he shows up at Kurt Connors' lab, who wants to help him. But after like a few days of working on it with no success, Connors gets really angry because he sucks. And so ends up turning into the lizard. Spider-Man and the lizard have a punch at before Spider-Man is able to reverse his uh, status. And Connors is like, you know who knows a lot about mutations? Professor Charles Xavier. And so in the classic Marvel style, Spider-Man shows up at the Xavier Institute and instantly gets attacked by the Beast Cyclops, Iceman, and Angel before Professor X shows up with Marvel groans like, yeah, no, stop this. It, it, it's... You don't need to fight.
1: He wasn't doing anything wrong.
0: Yeah. Well, he could have approached it differently, like not coming out of the woods, but... Well, it's
1: true. If he would have just come straight up the front door, maybe it would have been fine.
0: hmm <laughs> And so Professor Xavier discovers that Peter's condition is irreversible. And Spider-Man's like, irreversible? Well, that's just great. All I want is my normal life back. Again. And instead, I'm going to be a sideshow freak. A social outcast. A a cripple. (laughs) And then he looks over to Professor X in the wheelchair and is like, Check your privilege, Spider-Man. I la- I will admit, I laughed a lot <laughs> yeah. when I read that. I'd, I have no idea if they're trying to make it funny because of the end. But it's like, Professor X is like, you should be the new physically challenged role model, like FDR or Helen Keller. And it's like, it's no. Like what? FDR had polio, so he really couldn't walk. And Helen Keller was deaf and blind, and even Professor X. I, I...
1: It's like, Charles, you went fighting a demon and got your ass kicked, you had it coming, and Peter was playing God and had it coming.
0: <laughs> and it's like, Spider-Man, you've got four arms. If you do not, if you don't want four extra arms, you can literally be like, hey, Cyclops, you've got force blast. blast my damn arms off. No, for real. Like, get those extra arms amputated, you putts. And... He he's like, I guess I can't go back to being normal, Peter Parker, with all these extra arms, and so he decides to talk to Reed Richards, who's like, oh, I agree. Uh, with Professor Xavier, this is a permanent condition. You're 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 just totally screwed over, Peter. Cut off your extra arms, Peter. It's that simple. I do love
1: that flash though of him thinking about what Aunt May would react to it.
0: Nick,
1: mm-hmm. my heart. Aunt May,
0: no! Well, it was early Aunt May, and it wasn't, like, movie Aunt Mays who'd... Well... Depending which movie. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man Aunt May would be, like, whatever. She's,
1: like, 105.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so Ben Grimm comes to talk to Spider-Man, and Spider-Man's like, I don't need a lecture! And they start fighting, because of course they do, and then Reed is like, uh... No, no, both of you stop it. I'm trying to do science in here. And Ben was like, I just was saying, Doc Ock is holding hostages at City Hall demanding to see Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's like, Oh, okay, well, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. And Ock is just waiting there when Spider-Man ends up showing up. And he charges at Doc Octopus. er, And Doc Ock charges at Spider-Man, but Spider-Man was hiding his extra arms just like, hey, you like surprises? Here's four more of them. And he just like beats the hell out of Dr. Octopus. And then look on Otto's face. <laughs> yeah, it is amazing. And to poop himself. Yeah. And J. Jonah Jameson's like, I guess he really is a freak now. And he decides to attack him for having extra arms, but I guess the people are pretty sympathetic to Spider-Man growing extra arms. Yeah, for some reason. <laughs> And they end up sort of rallying behind him, and eventually Reed Richards makes magical arm sleeves that end up letting him hide his extra arms so he can go and, like, see Aunt May and his friends again. And he comes out a braver and stronger superhero. See, but it
1: seems like he only goes and sees Aunt May again.
0: Well, we don't get a lot of scenes.
1: Well, he does mention straight up the fact that he and Gwen Stacy are done.
0: Well, I think they might get back together since he can hide his extra arms, but...
1: No, because he says it during at the Aunt May oh. Um, funeral.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Which has been several years later, so... To me, it was implied that, no, they're done. They're okay. done,
0: so. And so the end result is that he ends up inspiring kids with disabilities to be heroes, and it's like, no, no, that does not work. Four arms... Four oh, extra not at all. This it, did not
1: work at all. No.
0: I. God. Yeah, no, it is like the weirdest thing. It looks like all these
1: kids, like, they're like, these are all these kids with disabilities, and it's just like. Is that one kid bald?
0: Is that his disability? He may have cancer. Yeah, well, maybe. Anyways, uh, let's get on to Trials of the Multiverse. Okay. Sorry, ready for this Devin? I'm ready, so our first universe is earth seventy eight one twenty seven with Captain Spider. Where are you feeling the skills on our list of two hundred and twenty seven universes middle i i I liked it more than just the middle. I mean, our current dividing line is going to be
1: I would, I would say middle tier but upper middle tier,
0: yeah, because our current dividing line is actually spider man.
1: He's better than our our man. So yeah, what's the, what's the dividing line at the for the upper to second quarter?
0: Uh that would be Bat Venom and Doctor Doom, source er, and Doom Sorcerer Supreme.
1: See, there I'm not sure if I like better than those.
0: Okay, well, right under that is President Purple Man, and I definitely like it more than President Purple Man. Okay, so our new number. 57 is Captain Spider. Earth 78-127. Up next, we have uh, Betty Brent became Spider Girl. And this was not a good one. Both because yeah, but, of this. Yeah, well,
1: it wasn't. With
0: Peter being a super creep and sexism and yeah, gross. Uh... Okay. I'm trying to find a lower ranked Spider Man story to sort of match it up against but I don't There's think we've We cover a lot of, well,
1: we of Spider Man.
0: Okay. Yeah, well I think the lowest oh. Well it's not Spidey Baby Bad.
1: Nothing is Spidey Baby Bad. <laughs> You and Obnoxia of the Clown didn't rank as Spidey Baby bad.
0: (laughs) Okay, is it Spider God and Abuse bad? From that one X. No, it is better than that. Yeah.
1: Because there were elements of this one that I did like.
0: Yeah. No, there are definitely, like, some good parts about it. Uh, Okay, is it better than when Aunt May became the invincible golden oldie?
1: Yes, it's better than that. Because that's what I at least will say. I enjoy the fact that this one dealt with the whole Uncle Ben getting killed bit, but none of the others did.
0: Okay, is it better than Aunt May were Aunt Man? Yes. Okay. Any of
1: those weird Aunt May things, yeah, it's better. Than
0: okay, that. is it better than when you were Spider Man?
1: Mm, slightly. Because I'm still alive in that universe.
0: Uh, Is it better than... uh, Is it better than What If Marvel Published Nursery Rhymes? No. Okay.
1: I I did enjoy those nursery rhymes.
0: And then we have Wolverine from Weapon X, who I don't remember that Wolverine all that much, so I'd say we put it just under nursery rhymes. Sure. So, Earth... 78 227, Betty Brandt, Spider Girl. And then our last one for the first issue is Colonel John Jameson Became Spider Jameson. Spider Jameson's top quarter, I think.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: So, is it better than Spider Man Had Atomically Correct Web Shooters? Yes. I think so. Definitely better than Captain Spider.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Is it better than Storm in Norman? Yes. Is it better than Marvel Comics and the National Endowment for the Arts presents Spidey Intellectual Stories? Ooh. I, I, I don't think it is.
1: I don't think so either. Because, yeah, that, 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 that was pretty great.
0: Is it better than The Vampire Avengers?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say so.
0: Okay. so Jameson
1: had a jetpack.
0: Yeah. So our new number 39 is Earth 78, 327.
1: I wonder if there is a mod for this in those Just Cause video games. There should be. That game's all about jetpacks.
0: It would be even better if we could make him in a Lego Marvel Avengers. Oh, that'd be good. But I don't think any of the characters actually have a jetpack jetpack. No, I don't think so either. Well, and he wouldn't have web shooters, so it'd be pretty much super strength and flight in Spider-Sense. Yeah. To be fair,
1: actually, for that type of game. That actually is a pretty good set.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love LEGO Marvel so much. Oh, I'm so excited for the new one. Only, like, what, two more weeks? Mm Mm-hmm. And then our last universe is Earth-92-100, which is What If Spider-Man Kept His Six Arms? And I... It started with Morbius being eaten alive by sharks, so I think it should go... I think it's definitely better than Spider-Jameson.
1: Yeah. And then we have the cripple joke, which, damn, is was that just great.
0: Okay, is it better than the uh, National Endowment for the Arts Spider-Man? I think it is.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: Is it better than Identity Wars? I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, looking for other Spider-Man stories that we have covered... That are up this high. Uh, is it better than Gwen Ain't Dead? I I think it is. I mean, even though the end completely falls apart. I think it's weirdly comparable to Hollywood Spider-Man.
1: I don't think it's as good as that one, though.
0: No, it's not as good. And I don't necessarily think it's as good as Superman Red Sun, But I think putting it right above the Mojoverse would be fair.
1: Yeah, that'd be a fair one.
0: So our new number 16... Is Earth 92 one Six Arms Spider Man. So next week on Multiversal Q, we're going to be covering. Marvel Apes. You you didn't jump in there, Devin. I
1: couldn't I remember what we were covering.
0: I <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're covering Marvel Apes. So that's going to be a very fun time and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast You can find more out about it On our website at Uh, If you're randomly Like getting a hundred people To listen to an episode Like our Father's Day special Let us know Because we had like 125 people Listen to the Father's Day special And I have no idea why I mean I'm happy that you guys did But Yeah Yeah Um, yeah, and our first contest finally ended, we had one entrant, so thank you to our one entrant, we'll be getting your prize once I can get that from the artist, and, uh, yeah, you can find more out about us on Twitter, uh, we also have a Tumblr and a Facebook, and you can email us at multiversalq at gmail.com, uh, we are a part of the Stuff Podcast Network, so you can check out our other podcast, or the other podcast I'm associated with, Nerd Scenaries, which goes up every Tuesday. And then you can find me on Twitter online at, at @coltreg. That's K O L T R E G. Where can they find you, Devin?
1: You can find me on the Twitter at, at Fred
0: @fredofett. F R E D D O F E T T. Thank you for listening, and have yeah. a wonderful week. Peace. Peace.